I have some awesome news to share. Over the last five years, I've done a lot in my in my in my short startup career. I grew a company from zero to 25k from cold emails. I got Jason Calacanis to invest in that company. I burned that company to the ground on accident, so I have many learnings. And in between that, I learned no code. I learned how to break into Silicon Valley from Phoenix, Arizona. I learned a ton of stuff. And I'm writing about all of it on forwardthinking.substack.com. For $10 a month before June 1st, you'll be able to kind of get a, a, a peek inside of my brain into how I've done what I've done and how I'm doing what I'm doing. I will write about everything I've learned about business and startups and share it with you, but only if you invest in me as a creator and and spend the $10 a month before June 1st. After June 1st, it's $15 a month. So if you want to be a better founder, want to support me as a creator, then go to forwardthinking.substack.com and let's get it. Let's go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Lauren Pete, who is the co-founder, CEO of Multitudes. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having me, Matt. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Looking forward to learning more about what you're working on and sharing it with, with the listeners. With, with that, can you tell me, what is Multitudes? What are you working on? Yeah, so Multitudes provides automated insights on team performance and culture, and we've started by working with software engineers through a GitHub integration. Okay, so can you dive a little bit into how how it works? If I was to, you know, use Multitudes, yeah. um, where would I plug in? Who interacts with it? We'll have to hear a little bit about like, the nitty-gritty details. Mm. And I might actually on that one start with uh, a little bit of the why, because then that sort of feeds into yeah, for sure. why it works the way it works. So um, I've been in a few different leadership and management roles and uh, from personal experience, I've seen that you can, uh, we can hire great individuals, but when we stick those great individuals on teams, those teams don't necessarily perform at amazing levels. There's, there's something, it's not just the addition of the people, there's something extra about the team and how it functions. And um, so we know that in the US, for example, people spend 50 to $100 billion a year on leadership development. Um, I also have other friends who've been in leadership positions who, you know, when you find out about something that's been going wrong too late or later on, there's just lost time and effort. And so for us, it was um, wanting to solve that problem, knowing that there's so much potential on our teams that we're not using and we could be making more of and wanting it to be really easy for us to know what's going on. And so um, that's why we said, great, well, you know, we already have teams that are working more and more in these digital spaces like GitHub. And so let's just look at how they're working together there and how they treat each other. And then from that, we can both see how that team interacts. But then because we're on the place where they work, we can also see how those team interactions and behaviors influence performance. So um, that then kind of transitions me to the how does it work? So our customers will integrate um, with our GitHub app, and then uh, we just sit in the background, and um, we're not looking at their code or their IP, but we look at the metadata around the code. And so um, we can, from that, pull out inferences around, for example, the level of psychological safety on a team. And that really is, we can see that in um, how people participate, the types of participation that they have. Um, we can also look at the growth and support that people get. So that's kind of the feedback that they get and the type of work that they're doing. 
And anyway, from all of that, then the, the best part of it is it's not just like a culture survey where you know you want people to feel good, but it's hard to know how that impacts the business. We're then actually able to take those things about psychological safety and growth, for example, and then compare that to what's the cycle time for this team, for example, um, and how is this impacting performance? That's that's fascinating. So you use some data that not they don't even necessarily give you like actively, like you're just observing. Um, can you kind of, well, I guess two questions. One, um, and there are two separate questions. So I'll ask them separately. The first question is, why did you de- like? Why did you decide to start specifically with with GitHub? I mean, you mentioned why, yeah. but that's like that's very unique. That's like a very unique take to a yeah. challenge we all have, which means you yeah. obviously have an insight. You know, why did you do start there, and like how has it been? Um, you know, starting with and and also like I guess one other thing is like. Have you had to educate potential customers on why you start GitHub? It's just so unique. And I think, you know, I understand why it would work, but it's just like a great idea. Yeah, cool. Um, So a couple of reasons for why we've started with GitHub. One is, as we mentioned at the beginning, I'm co-founder of this business. And so um, I'm I'm on the business side, but it's my um, other co-founder who brings the development experience. And so it's really her involvement, first of all, that um, helps turn us more towards GitHub. And one of the key reasons for doing GitHub is for our early adopters, we knew that we needed managers who would buy into this belief that we have that we can get data about people to help improve teams and also our performance. And so we needed a subset of managers that uh, were open to data, that would really like data, would, you know, would really um, get excited about it. And so engineering managers, one, were great for that. Um, and then the second reason that engineering managers are, are were a good place to start, and this is actually why specifically GitHub, is one of the things that um, we know, for example, the HR world and kind of the culture world struggles with is to show its value. So there's a lot of work that is done in leadership development because people have this gut feel that it matters, and we have these anecdotes around when it's mattered, but uh, we don't have broad insights in our companies around how these types of people things are actually influencing our performance on a day-to-day basis. And so GitHub's a really nice mesh where because it's a collaboration tool, we see what teams are doing, but then also because it's a, a, you know, a, a record of what work's being done and what work's actually getting merged to master, et cetera, et cetera, we can actually see then um, not only the collaboration, but also the work itself. You know, that's actually genius as you explain it. That was, like, <laughs> was like a genius, a genius place to start. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. Thanks. Well, cause, because for my experience, like I've seen, you know, there's, there's some apps in this like large category and for a lot of them, it's like, it's a separate thing. You, you, you input separate information. You go to a separate, you know, SAS thing and it's just like separate and like people do it, but it's like what you're, you're, you're instead of building something completely separate, which you still might've done, but like you started with, a place where everyone's at, which is, which is GitHub. Exactly. Everyone pushes code to GitHub, you know, um, that's, um, exactly. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Do you, do you, I'm really like, interested in this like GitHub thing. Is that like your core in that? Like you will always be hooked into GitHub? Uh, no. To, like, yeah. where, where do you see yeah. other opportunities to hook into other stuff, you know, to, to learn more about teams? Yes. I love this question because so um, what's interesting, there are like, what I should add too is we're in GitHub and coming from sort of the measuring team performance and culture, that feels unique. 
but there's a lot of engineering intelligence tools that are out there that are much more focused on the kind of just the performance side, you know, what's your, how many pull requests are people doing, lines of code, et cetera. Um, and so it's interesting actually, because for engineering managers that we talk to, it's often quite, it, they see so many of these other tools, it's almost even intuitive that we're on this, um, that, that we're kind of doing it, but you know, with a different slant. Um, but anyway, this is where we really differ from the engineering intelligence tools in that we're not trying to build the, um, the master database and algorithms for how you measure what an engineer does. Ultimately, the insight database we're building is around what types of team behaviors matter. And so then what's great about that is, you know, when we're talking about things like psychological safety and feedback and growth, that's much more transferable to other platforms. And so the bigger vision here is that any team that's collaborating in a digital space eventually we would have an integration where we could provide insights for you and do that same connection of, of um, the people side and also the performance side. And so to give some examples of that, there's um, some of the collaboration patterns that we're looking at in GitHub. We can already see things around, for example, how an operations team might be collaborating around docs um, or other files in a Google Drive where those same types of interactions, we could apply similar algorithms to Google Drive and then again, start to get some of those insights. Uh, and you just mentioned, I was gonna ask this question about tools yeah. and like you just mentioned Google Drive. Um, do, you, do you pay attention to what's going on in like mid to late stage venture capital type companies like Figma, Sketch, you know, uh, Notion? Do, do, when you think about what to hook into, are you looking at some of these like newer players? Or are you mainly thinking about like what's the ones that most of the world uses? Then you will adapt these newer ones when they get bigger. I guess how do you think about the incumbents versus the new players when knowing what to hook into in the future? Ah, uh, yes. So uh, certainly now we're starting with the ones where one integration will open up the the biggest potential market for us. Um. So so that is you know as you kind of mentioned that's sort of why the githubs and the google drives make sense but i have been watching companies like figma with interest because i mean you know they're doing some really interesting work about around bringing more collaboration now to the design space and um what we think is that as we expand i mean for us it's really which integration comes next will really be based on our customers and what makes sense based on the tools that they're using but we do know that for example designers often are working quite closely with developers and so depending on how things go, that could be a very natural next group for us to add. Um, some of the tools around uh, product management too, so like a Jira, for example, or Asana, that's another one where it's kind of a nice, easy next step because developers are working closely with product managers. So yeah, I think it'll be quite organic, but um, absolutely I'm watching these new uh, collaboration tools with a lot of interest. There's one tool that is still super niche, and I, I'm not asking if you've heard of it, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you haven't. Have you heard of Rome Research? Are you familiar with that company? No, tell me more. Well, so Rome, I'm not surprised at all. It's, like, it's very early, very small, but like they have pretty much built this cult around their, around their product, and, and it's, it's like everyone loves it who uses it, including me. And the idea is that like it's, it's like a way to map out ideas with bi-directional linking. Um, so instead of a folder, like a folder structure for note taking, every single page is is on its own and you just link pages to each other. It's like really, really unique um, oh. and cool. But the reason I mention it is I just want to like put that in the back of your brain. So like in five years or like 10 years when like everyone, everyone, like the, or, or longer, who knows, but like this is a company that just started that I think that, you know, in, in a decade, they're going to like 
eat everyone's lunch in this space. Uh, <laughs> so just putting that in the back of your head when you see Rome Research again, I'm like, I don't know, a decade. Um, just uh, you'll, you'll know where you heard it first. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. I, I'll go check them out after this too. They're That's actually, yeah, it's, it's a cool, yeah. It's like, it's interesting to watch on Twitter because like the, 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 like, I feel like the CEO is like kind of like a cult leader in some sense. Um, and it's just <laughs> okay. like, it's just entertaining. I, I try to get him on the podcast, but he's like, I don't do podcasts. Like, I, like, I'm like <laughs> all right, it's fine. It's fine. All right. Anyways. Um, cool. So you're building something, you know, needed. You're doing it in a, in a different way, which is cool. What would you say, the future looks like uh, for multitudes, like um, if you had to, you know, paint the 10 year, the 15 year, just like overall the vision, the direction that you're going in, um, what would you say it is and where are you headed? Yeah. So the bigger vision for us is to get the data that shows how all this human stuff is, is actually core to the work that we're doing. Um, because, you know, again, and, and I didn't really go into this, but before this, I've had a previous life as a management consultant, and then I've been running a culture consulting business for the last few years. And so something I've seen over and over is we say the people stuff matters, but so often we think that, cool, well, you know, ultimately we need to drive the bottom line and, and we end up focusing on other stuff when actually, even with automation, the really important work is still, much of that will still get driven by, by people. And so the bigger vision for us is to help be, basically be able to have any company that is working on digital tools, be able to see how this human stuff is impacting their work, um, when it's important, you know, where they should really be making an investment because they know it's going to pay off in performance and, and ultimately on that bottom line. That's awesome. I would love to know, is there anything that the community listening, the forward thinking founder community can do to help you make your vision happen, whether you're hiring, looking for users, you know, anything, what's an ask that you have for the community with something we can help with? Mm, thanks. So the biggest one for us is that uh, we've just finished a pilot with our first customers and then soon we'll be opening up and bringing in more beta customers. And so if you're an engineer or you know um, a team of engineers that use GitHub and would be excited to try out our product, head over to www.multitudes.co and send us a message. All right. I think you're working on something really interesting. Looking forward to seeing how it progresses. Um, so thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and I wish you luck making your vision happen. Awesome. Thanks so much, Matt. This was fun. All right. Thanks for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you want more content like that and you want some more educational content on how to start a startup, how to break into Silicon Valley, how to raise money, I encourage you to go to forwardthinking.substack.com and subscribe for $10 a month before June 1st, where you get access to every post I've written on the topic and every post I've written on the internet in general, um, plus every post I'll write in the future. Uh, one of my most recent posts is about Gary Vaynerchuk's business model, how if in 2020 you're trying to make money the same way he made money in 2013, you're behind. And instead of copying Gary Vaynerchuk, there's a new way to make money on the internet and, and a kind of a new wave. Um, another post I wrote is how the rise of avatars are changing the internet landscape and how it is slowly shifting us to a virtual and augmented world without people fully realizing it yet. And I write about this stuff all the time, including tips from my own experience. So if any of this sounds interesting to you and you want a community to engage with about these posts and any of your own interests, I encourage you to go to forwardthinking.substack.com and subscribe for $10 a month. I would really appreciate it as a sub creator and 
I think you'll make your money back real quickly after you invest. So I'll see you over there. See you inside Forward Thinking. And I hope you have a good rest of your day.